Are you ready for some rock and roll? Are you ready for some music that'll save your soul? Hey, I'm such a good singer. I like to sing, but I can't carry a tune in a bucket, they say. Hey, welcome to Mornings with Ken. Heard Monday through Friday at 5.45 a.m. Hey, I'm sorry about that, guys. I really can't sing, but I enjoy singing. But I'm glad you stopped by. Um, Another cold day. Miserable. Um, (laughs) Oh, I got stuck. I got stuck in the snow yesterday. I got stuck in the snow. I misjudged this driveway because I thought it looked like it looked like that's where the driveway was. It's kind of hard to describe. Um, it wasn't my driveway. I was out somewhere. And it turned out that that was not the driveway. <laughs> oh, but I I took care of it. I spun my wheels. I borrowed someone's shovel and I shoveled my way out and I was back on the road. Um, so that's always fun getting stuck in the snow. Uh, especially in these, this cold, cold weather here. <laughs> but hey, that's why we live in Ohio. Hey, I, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. I am excited for another day alive. Another day of alive on this planet that we call... What do we call this planet? Terran? Terran? I don't know what we call this planet. I know it's called planet Earth, but terrestrial? Terran? The terrestrial ball? So would it be Terran? That's a proper noun name? I don't know. But anyway, it's another day on this planet. For good or for worse, for bad or for good. You know, living on planet Earth is kind of like being married. You say your vows. Um, <laughs> like, for better or for worse, for sickness and in health, I embrace you, planet Earth. Uh, no, actually, you don't get a chance because you're uh, popped out of your mother's womb. And here you are in on Earth. You're, in, you're out in the world. And... Uh, Wow, where'd that come from, Kenny? Kenny, are you all right? Yeah, I'm okay. All right, all right. All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> no matter what this world brings, you know, what do they say? Um, there's nothing certain but change. Change, and, and with change, uh, there is no change without tension. Well, we have a lot of change going on in society. A lot of tension, a lot of change, and it may not be change that uh, we enjoy, that we have a positive feelings about change. And it's it's funny how one man's change is time for rejoicing, and another man's change is a time for sorrow. And it depends, I guess, of your perspective. But as uh, someone posted online, if you want a perspective, try Psalms 37. So go check that out. 
So, but yeah, you know, it, it is it is crazy times we live in. We have certain uh, certainly we have uh, social unrest. We have uh, environmental. We have uh, sickness. You know, and uh, natural disasters. And it just seems like it seems like the world is heading in a direction that is not good. That is not good. So how do we how do we stay positive? How do we stay focused with a smile on our face and positive when the circumstances don't seem to be pointing in a positive direction or we're we're in the middle we're in the middle of this uh, uncertainty. Uncertainty. What what is the future going to look like? What's the what's the future going to look like for our children? What's the future going to look like next week or next month? A lot of insert uncertainty. I don't know. I mean, you know, you hear people always say, you know, this was the worst time or this generation or this part of history was the worst. And certainly there's been a a lot of bad history, but to compare it for our age group. So if you're, if you're around, you know, in your late thirties, forties and fifties and older, of course, At least, you know, in my age group, let's talk about people that have turned 50 recently. In my age group, this is the worst I've ever seen it. Like, just just the unrest, the uncertainty. You know, I'm, I'm 51 years old. And a lot of my friends are in their late 40s and friends that are in their 50s and 60s. 70s, for that matter. But... Me personally, this is the worst I've seen it. The worst un, uneasy feeling, a, a sadness about the way the, the country's headed. Really, you know, you, you had the coronavirus that's still lingering. Um, businesses uh, that were shut down and businesses that'll never reopen. You know, I think back... I can't really remember. I was born in 69. It was a summer of 69. Brian Adams sang that song. Had a hit, number one hit with the summer of 69. And it was also the summer of love. So wait, 69 was the summer of love. Oh, so that's what my mom and dad were doing. Oh, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry, folks. Sorry. Boy, I'm crazy today. Um, <laughs> the summer of love, right? That was 69. The flower children and all that. But I can only really remember the 70s, you know, 69. I, I can't remember anything when I was, you know, 1970 when I'm one years old or, you know. But in, in the mid-70s, um, I can remember my dad having to get gas only like on a certain day. Because of the gas shortage. Or maybe. I think it was a certain day. You had to get gas. 
or the gas. You had to get it before the weekend because gas stations weren't open on the weekend because of the gas shortage. So I could I could kind of remember that. I can remember, uh, you know, hearing people talk about how bad the economy was. And then uh, in the late 70s, uh, President Jimmy Carter was in office and uh, the double di- digit inflation, interest rates were outrageous. Uh, my dad lost his job either 79 or 1979 or 1980. My dad lost his job and uh, so I remember some hard times. And uh, but I don't think nothing compares to what we're going through now. Now right now financially although many people lost their jobs and things shut down I think we're still doing better than I think the 70s but there's just this uneasy feeling and and just a a change in direction for me from my perspective it's bad has overtaken good the world's been flipped up flipped upside down and uh, things that once were called good are now called bad and things that are that are bad we celebrate and we have to endorse you have freedom of speech being hushed if you if you believe one narrative over another narrative your narrative has to be shut down by social media and government and all kinds of crazy stuff and i'm like i'm not going to get into that kind of stuff but how do you stay positive in a world full of change? In a world full of change, especially if it's not going in the direction that you think is best for the country. It's really, it's really, you know, on a daily basis, it's hard to think about just the, some of the unsettling news and instead of... Uh, it's like we're pushing for unity, but we're being more divisive. You know, it, we're talking about unity and social justice, equality, and economic, ju- you know, all this stuff. But it seems like we're being divisive to get there. And, and we're still putting people in different groups and being very divisive. There is no spirit of unity. From, from my point of view, it's a spirit of d- divisiveness and lawlessness. We celebrate one act of violence and decry a, another act of violence, or it's just—it's just weird times. It literally is. It literally seems to be. What was once evil was now good. And good is now evil. It really does seem that way. So how do, how do we, what do we do? What do we do with this? It's facing us. It's in our lap. What do we do with it? Well, for one thing, what I'm going to do is know that I can't change it. Oh, I can do my civic duty and I can vote and I can speak out. If they let me speak out, I don't know. But um, I could I could do my duty by voting, speaking out, and 
knowing that I can't, I can't change these things myself. And I'm not God. I, I am not God. I cannot, I cannot command God to do anything. I can pray. I can seek him. I can ask, but I can't demand and shake my fist at God and demand that he do anything. Who, who am I? How can the, how can the clay speak to the uh, potter? The potter's forming me, and uh, I can't speak back to the potter. But the potter does invite us to come to come to him in prayer. So that I can do. I can pray. And then I can simply do what he tells me to do in Scripture. He tells me to seek him. He tells me to pray tells me to sing and worship. He tells me to love my neighbor in spite of what's going on. In spite of what's going on, God commands that I love my neighbor. I, I do good when I can. I, I do good to others. I treat others as I would want to be treated. I will love them more than I love myself. I'll show hospitality. I'll show kindness. I'll show love. Even if it costs me everything that I believe in as far as, uh, you know, the, the direction that the country may be going, in that moment, in the moment down the wrong road, I will still love on everyone I can. And uh, do what I'm told to do. That's all we can really do. Um, It's kind of like... There's a story someone shared with me. I won't mention uh, their name. You guys wouldn't know them anyway. But um, it actually was a lady shared this story. And... um, she shared that she was going through the worst part of her life. She was an older lady too. She was up in up in years. And she said she was going through the worst battle of her life. Um, just family stuff. Just in a really bad situation in life. And she couldn't control any of it. It was totally out of her control. But here she was going. Things were happening in her life that were so dark and and so depressing. And I only share this story because I'm not mentioning names. And, and this could be anybody's story. But she shared that what she did, she focused on what she could change what power, what things she has the power over to change. So all these negative circumstances are happening around her. Things she, she would cry out that, that, and beg God to change. But she can't do anything to change the bad situation. But she took ownership and she took power over the one thing she could change in her life. And for her, it was her weight. 
for her. This is just her story. It was her weight. So she decided, I can't, she said to herself, I can't change this bad thing that's happening in our lives. But I can, I can control what I put in my mouth. And for her, that helped her. She lost a ton of weight. And she felt good about herself. She felt healthy. But she focused on one thing that she had the power to change. And that was herself or her weight. And that really helped save her mentally because she was going to go in a really bad, uh, she's going to go down a really bad road. But instead, she, she took the pain that was she that she was in and focused it on something that she had the power to change. And, uh, you know, good for her. Good for her. I wish I had the power to change my weight. I do, actually. I just don't do it. But, uh, in, you know, in these crazy times, often we should. We should reflect on the things that we can change. Focus on that. Or... or make our world smaller and I have to every time I say that phrase I have to give credit to the great Howie Cheswick from local radio and from Akron, Ohio the great Howie Cheswick who, who said he was making his world smaller when you can't control something you make your world sw- smaller now that's not meaning you you get out of being active in the world or you know doing things but it just meant you you refocus on the important things in your immediate life that you can control. And I think that's what we do. And, and or things that you love and and like family, for example. We can't control some negative stuff that may be happening in our lives. But can we turn that around and and focus on family and enjoy our family, spend time with our family? Make our family a priority. Check up on other family members. You know, call them up. Hey, how you doing? How you guys doing, man? What's your... You guys doing okay? And Hey, I know you were working on your finances. How's that, how's that working out for you? What are you struggling with? Even with friends. Friends and family, I think, are most important. And I really... I really praise God and so thankful that in the past two, three years, uh, three years, I guess, that I have had the honor and privilege to have some guys around me that I, I know I could talk to and share things with and have some wisdom uh, spoken to me. And I am so blessed. I can't begin to tell you how blessed I am to have some guy friends around that I know I could talk to. And uh, so I think it's, you know, what what we need to do in these uncertain times. Focus on friends, family, and uh, still doing those good works. Still doing those good works. But let's not get caught up in the negativity of uh, what's going on. Because... Uh, it will drive you crazy. It'll drive you insane. Speaking of insanity, 
Let's take a look at the weather. Today's weather, more snow, a high of 30 degrees and a low of 19 degrees. Everybody's building some type of uh, kingdom here on earth, it seems. What kind of kingdom are you building? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about life, you know, two people passed away that were public figures recently. Of course, yesterday, well, two days ago, uh, the singer Carmen that I mentioned on um, the previous show passed away. And of course, Rush Limbaugh yesterday passing away at the age of 70. And it kind of made me think about my own mortality As, as when people die, sometimes it all always, you know, makes you think about a little bit of things. But besides that, I, I still was thinking anyway about um, building king, kingdoms down here on earth. Now, if you're, if you're one that doesn't believe, you're not a spiritual person, you're not a believer in, in Christ, you're not into Buddha or Hindu or Islam or whatever. And uh, so if you believe that all there is is this earth and when you die that's it just like dust in the wind you get blown away and that's all there is if you if you're if you're somebody who doesn't believe in any in anything but and, and if you don't believe in in a god and and a a place beyond this earth then I can see, I wouldn't, disagree, I wouldn't agree with it, but I can see how you'd want to build your own kingdom here on earth. Uh, you know, because if, if this earth is all you have to live for, I could almost see why you believe in getting all that is yours getting all that belongs to you or you think you deserve or is owed to you or you're entitled to it or you think it's life should be fair so you're going to get everything you can get out of this life so you're building your own little kingdom in your life you're you're you know you're putting a fence around your or walls around your castle you're digging a moat around your property you're bringing in the fancy truck or the fancy car you're making sure your your precious lawn is is fed with um, you know things to make your lawn look green and and you're cutting that lawn and you, you're buying things to fix up your house and you're just collecting things and and you're worried about your 401k and you're investing money which is all good things I'm not saying those things are not good but your heart is on those things your heart is focused on what can I get how much can I fill my life with and if there's anything out there that's owed to me or I think it's owed to me I'm going to get it I'm going to make sure I get a part a part of a piece of the 
of the American pie. But, you know, if, if, if that's if you don't believe in a God and all there is is this earth, it doesn't make it right, but it, it is what it is. But if you're a believer in Christ and you know this home is only temporary, temporary, why are, why do we still build kingdoms or, you know, maybe I should speak for myself, but why do we build kingdoms and want to go after of things to make this life more comfortable? You know, our kingdom is not of this earth. Our kingdom is the not yet. Now, I will have people would argue argue with me, and um, I think they'll use the verse out of context, where the Lord's prayer, "Thy will be done in heaven as it is on earth," or <laughs> "Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Kind of messed that up a little bit, didn't I? But I think that really isn't describing building a, a, a nice kingdom here on earth. It isn't about making sure life is fair. Yes, there's still good to be done. And we should work on the good for others to, to, to take care of others. If you know, if you listen to Mornings with Ken, you know my feelings on taking care of the poor and the least of these. That's where my heart is. But I don't, I think we miss the, miss the mark when we focus on building an earthly kingdom like we're going to be here forever. We waste so much time striving and striving for stuff that's going to rot and decay in our hands. Why do we do that? We, 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 we invest so much time and energy in different things to make life fair. Or we think it should be fair. And we can do the good deeds. As a believer, once you've come under the, the uh, authority of Jesus Christ and your heart belongs to him, your life belongs to him, we are commanded to do good works. That should come with our salvation. Good works should should follow after our salvation. But not to the point where we spend all our energy on striving and focusing in the works of good deeds rather than the mission of the gospel of spreading the good news that there's a savior who died for us and um, was raised from the dead and sits by the right hand of the father and is coming back for us. That's truly is the good news. After that, good works come. But we're, but we're not to dig a trench and build our foundation 
of good works and build our castle as if we're staying here forever. Man, you know, it, it really hits home with me. And I apologize if if I'm bringing condemnation. I don't mean to be. There's no condemnation in Christ. Um, I can't say what I was going to say there, but you know, I, I almost wish things would just go away. Things would go away. Because I'm actually tired of things. You know, in the past couple of days, you know, when we got the uh, lots of snow and, and the cold temperatures, I was thinking, oh man, I wish I had a snow blower to do my sidewalk because I kind of feel bad about not having my sidewalk taken care of. In my driveway, I thought, oh man, I, I wish I had a snow blower. It would make it so much easier. I can get the snow off of my driveway. But then, you know, the other day I was thinking, you know what? No, I, I, maybe I could just do it by hand all the time because it's just another thing. I have to worry about how to maintain it. I actually was stressing myself out. I don't even own one, but I was looking into seeing how much they cost and what you got to do to take care of them, you know, how, how much maintenance you got to put into them. And I started thinking, no, I don't want the responsibility of the maintenance. And where am I going to put it? Another thing in my garage that I can trip over or it gets in my way? No, I'm not trying to be lazy and say, well, I just don't want to take care of it. But no, it's just another expense that I have to spend money on. And then I have to worry about, you know, uh, I don't know if they change the oil or change the plug or, or, you know, drain out all the fluid during the summertime or it's another thing that costs me money and it costs me time now it's not a bad thing I probably will still end up buying one I, I think I think I'm probably going to end up buying one but it, it almost it makes me a little bit upset because thinking it's another thing that this world kind of requires you to buy especially if you live in Ohio in the winter states the northern states. So I guess I just personally want to be careful about not building my kingdom here on earth. I mean, if I could help people with my money instead of giving it away to um, stores and buying things, I would rather do that. Um, I, I wish I really could get away with not having anything because... I, I want to be able to bless others with my finances as much as I can. So, yeah, I, I just want to be careful what kingdom I'm trying to build. Am I trying to build my earthly kingdom or am I trying to store my treasures up in heaven? And uh, knowing that it's not about me, it's not about me, it's not about me being justified or getting justice on this earth or anything, not even really leaving a legacy. You know, 
lot of times people talk about this person left a good legacy. And that's good. You know, there's people that have passed away that have been very generous, wealthy people that have been very generous in our society with um, being givers and donating millions of dollars to good causes. And they're leaving a good legacy. But so for me, it's not even about leaving a legacy for me. T- to me, I, the only legacy, the only thing I want to leave behind is to say, Ken loved Christ. Ken, Ken lived a life trying to be Christ-like to others. I don't want anybody to, you know, honor me when I die. And, and, and he, you know, I don't want people to say, oh, Ken did this or Ken did that or Ken was very generous. No, I don't want any of that. Um, I just want to be obedient to my Father in heaven. And whatever that looks like, you know, I, God has saved me from myself, from my sin and myself. And I I don't even want to bring my name up. You know, I'm not worthy to get any credit or glory or any praise from anybody. I just want to be obedient to my father, what he tells me to do and just do it just do it Um, that's all I want is just to be obedient and uh, no kingdom for me Uh, reminds me of a song Satan your kingdom will come down I should play that hey alright enough of me ranting I sound like a crybaby don't I so let's take a quick break and we'll be right back Hey guys, you know, I'm sorry about having to take a break right there, but the dog's got to go outside and it's kind of freaking cold out here, but I'm going to let the dog do his business. Hopefully Maggie um, decides to go pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> I took her out a little bit ago and uh, she just wanted to play around and sniff and not do anything. And, uh, but then that was a while ago. Now she comes back and starts staring at me while I'm doing my podcast and wiggles her butt and wags her tail like she wants to go outside, which I don't mind taking her, but it's too cold to be standing around waiting for her to do her business. 
and she's just going to sniff the air and look like, you know, looking for a friend or something. Um, <laughs> we got problems. We got problems with mornings with Ken here. I'm in the middle of a podcast here, and um, but you got to take care of uh, business because, you know, Maggie's part of the family, right? You know, how would you like to be dependent on someone else of when you get to go to the bathroom or not? Um, that would be aggravating. But uh, I appreciate you guys going with me for a little short walk in the yard so Maggie can go do her business. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, I wanted to say, um, too, on a serious note, sometimes uh, sometimes you can open up your mouth and make a fool of yourself. There's a, what is there? Is old Chinese proverb about that or something like that? And uh, I just want to be clear that... Um, if I say something that you find offensive, please know I don't mean to be offensive. And, uh, you know, sometimes I, I get a little uh, opinionated, opinion, <laughs> I can't even talk, opinionated. And uh, I might say things that come across the wrong way. That's not my intentions. My intentions is to try to be gentle. And, uh, hey, I don't know everything, guys. I'm, I'm getting through life just like you are. And, uh, but sometimes I have strong opinions or strong, uh, attitudes and I need to work on that. But, uh, if I ever say something, um, that you were offended by or completely didn't understand, just let me know. And, uh, I'd be glad to, uh, apologize or clarify my opinion. And, uh, I just wanted to say that because, you know, sometimes you, you speak before you really think, at least I do. Some people are really good at uh, keeping their mouth shut so they don't sound like a fool. Uh, sometimes I open up my mouth and let people know that I'm a fool. So <laughs> um, I hope I don't do that too often. But um, yeah, anyway, that's me. So I do apologize um, if I have ever offended you. Uh, Maggie thinks that we're going to go for, like, for a long walk. And it is too freaking cold out here. To be thinking she's going to go on a long walk. So. Alright guys. Hey. Hang in there with me as I keep trying to improve the show. Um, I keep planning for certain things to happen. But um, so far. Some plans. New plans that I've had for the new year. Have not happened yet. And I'm waiting for some things to happen. And uh, anyway. Hey thanks for tuning in today. I do love and appreciate all you guys, and I just ask for some grace as I, as you listen to some of my um, thoughts and opinions and things like that. So, thanks for stopping by, guys. I do love you guys. Appreciate you. Let's do this again tomorrow.